you've got to find things that are helpful for those people, those individuals. Remember, you're not talking to robots. Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. I think most of us realize the power that LinkedIn has in helping us develop genuine relationships. And I know that most of us who are trying to grow our audience to develop more relationships would love to have a post go viral uh, now and again. I'd never had it happen until a couple of days ago. uh, And it happened to the tune of over 27,000 reactions, 2,000 plus comments, more than 600 shares, and 5,000 new followers in just 72 hours on LinkedIn. I think I know some of the why and the how, and I'm going to share that with you. And also what this could mean for you while you're trying to grow your book of business. And I'm going to share that with you right now. Folks, welcome to Agents Growth Academy. My name is Jim Schubert. I am your headmaster and no Those statistics were not a lie. I'm going to show you right now. We're going to dig right into the why and the how something like this happened. Uh, For those of you watching this on LinkedIn and YouTube or Facebook or anywhere else, you can see this on my screen. For those of you who are not, I'll kind of clue you into what's going on. This is the post that I made uh, just a few days ago when my family and I were on vacation, three days ago to be exact. Um, It's basically sharing that I issued a challenge to my teenagers that had a monetary component to it for them reading uh, Tim Ferriss's The 4-Hour Workweek and Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Now, they could do uh, one book or both books. It was totally up to them. I did not force them to do this. They chose it. Obviously, there's a monetary component to it, and so that got them excited. But what was really interesting was, and you can see as I scroll down here, Uh, My kids, actually, this was not staged. I walked out of the house and onto the beach, and this was the pose that my kids were in. They're sitting in their beach chairs, reading these books. They actually had pens and highlighters. Um, I tried to talk to them. They were kind of like shooing me away because they were into it. Um, But the challenge was basically that if they, uh, well, for the Rich Dad book, if they read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, they'd be given thousand dollars each that they could put into three separate accounts. If you've read the book, you know this, savings, investing, and tithing. But they also have to write a book report and an investment summary uh, so that I understand that they understand what the concepts in the book are teaching. And then they'll have this money that are going into very specific accounts. Um, part of it is for the tithing piece, they've got to tell me how they're going to give that money away. Um, for the four hour work week book by Tim Ferriss, uh, same deal, a thousand dollars, but they have to write a business plan at the end of the book for a business that they actually want to start. And here's the rub. The thousand dollars has to be spent on creating that business, every penny of it. 
So it's really an exercise in, in helping them do something and learn something in the process. Um, the stats, let me just scroll down so you can see the real, these are real time stats, uh, as of about 72 hours after we, uh, after I made this post, uh, as you can see there over 27,000 reactions, 2000 plus comments, uh, six at, at this time of recording, 670 shares. Um, and you can see down here too, uh, 3.6 million impressions. So how did this happen? I don't know a thing about LinkedIn's algorithm other than what I can deduce from this post and other posts. So I will caveat this whole episode with, I am not a LinkedIn expert. I have been more consistent in making LinkedIn posts and sharing other people's posts and commenting on people's posts, engaging with other people than I have uh, in probably let's call it the last six months since I've had this podcast more than any other time that I've been on LinkedIn. I've been on LinkedIn for a long time. Um, I think that's one component of it, but here's what I have seen from other posts that have gone viral and viral, meaning that they're getting thousands of reactions, you know, hundreds or thousands of comments and a whole boatload of shares. Uh, there's three components to it. Okay. Three components. And that is the three H's. They are human, they are helpful, and they are hopeful. Human, helpful, and hopeful. I'm going to break that down for you. The human aspect of this post, and let me show you that again, is that number one, I used an actual non-staged uh, picture of people. It has people in the picture, Okay. It talks about a very human thing, something that we can all relate to, uh, or a lot of us with, uh, with, with teenagers, right? It, it's how do you educate your children in certain aspects of life, right? A lot of people can relate to that. It's very human. Uh, most of us who are parents know it can be a challenge to find ways to motivate your kids to do different things or, uh, or act certain ways or you know, accomplish certain things in their lives. And it's our uh, responsibility as parents to help them grow in as many different aspects of life and help them become better human beings in various aspects of life. Now, this is the financial literacy aspect of life, obviously. Well, this obviously struck a chord and I won't show you all the comments now, but I can tell you that the comments overwhelmingly were very positive. Obviously, something that gets um, you know twenty seven thousand reactions, and in LinkedIn's reactions, as we all know, are only positive. So you can't give a thumbs down. I think the the most um, non positive would be the the curious reaction. Uh, I didn't get many of those. It was all thumbs up or celebrating or love or or whatnot. Um, you don't get this many shares of a post. If, if, if it's not something that people can connect with. And I talk a lot about storytelling on this podcast. And in essence, this is a little bit of a story. It's got images. It's got the little backstory for what the challenge is, what they have to do. And I also put some things in here that talk about the fact that I did, I personally don't think that in general, 
Obviously, it differs from school to school, but in general, in this country, I don't think we have uh, very good financial literacy programs for our children. Now, with that said, um, and somebody posted this, and it's true because I volunteered for JA, Junior Achievement, for years in my kid's school where we taught just this kind of thing, financial literacy, right, and um, and entrepreneurship. Um, Yes, there are... uh, actually new legislation that just came out in several states, including my own home state of Georgia, where now financial literacy has to be more part of the core curriculum. It's great. But do we have a long way to go? Yes. And I talked about that, right? So there's these human aspects. Um, You'll also see that I actually tagged the authors, right? I tagged Tim Ferriss, Robert Kiyosaki, Garrett Gunderson. Um, The whole premise of this post came from um, a book called What Would the Rockefellers Do by Garrett Gunderson. And uh, it's funny because some people were complaining <laughs> that I that this was too much money. Ironically, and for the people who hadn't read the book, um, Garrett actually gave his children $10,000 for reading Atlas Shrugged, right? That's a whole lot more money. But, uh, but there's this human aspect of, and I also tagged the person who... Um, who recommended that book to me. Um, so thank you, Bo. Appreciate that, sir. Uh, so that's the human aspect of it. The helpful aspect, I have seen in many other posts that have gone viral that there is, they are, most of them, helpful in some way, whether it's teaching people some kind of life lesson or uh, teaching people, you know, how to... Uh, how to do something that they didn't know how to do before, whatever that is. And it, it was interesting. Um, I, I had a lot of people in the comments say, and, and over and over, people were just saying things like, this is golden, brilliant, genius. I'm going to share this. I'm going to do this same thing with my kids. Um, I'm going to save this for when my kids are older. This is an actionable step, right? So this entire post that I made is sharing an idea, but it's an actionable step that people can take. It's helpful. What does this mean for you in your business, right? Or in whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to accomplish on LinkedIn by developing meaningful relationships. And by the way, I define that specifically. Um, My buddy, Chris Tuff, who has the book, uh, save your asks would talk a lot about the fact that it's not about making connections. Uh, it's about developing relationships. And that's what I think LinkedIn is, is really good at is helping us build relationships. Um, so how can this help you in, in your business by being helpful, right? Well, it goes back to the whole thing about giving first, right? Before you ask for anything in return. I talk about that a lot on the show, but it's true. If you're trying to approach a particular niche market, you've got to find things that are helpful for those people, those individuals. Remember, you're not talking to robots, right? You're talking uh, to individual people. So envision people in the room with you that you're literally standing there talking to and able to interact with. When you're creating a post, think about it from that same perspective. 
how can I add value? How can I provide something that would make that person want to literally hit the comment button and say, wow, thank you so much for sharing that, right? Or hit the share button and share it with people they know and say, wow, this is really good stuff. What is that that you can provide in a post, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere else, wherever you're trying to build your relationships, right? Or, or build an audience of people. Um, I've talked about this before, but if you go to agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash value, I've got a list of some things that you can do, some things to think about how to add value first before you ask for anything in return. Uh, I think Chris Tuff says you've got to ask or you've got to provide um, uh, 30, 30 pieces of give before you ask for anything, right? Uh, so agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash value is a great place to get some ideas of how you can add value. So that's that's the uh, the helpful part. Now the last part, the hopeful part, right? Uh, if you look at this post again, I'll bring this up. Um, it, I talk about the fact that I was inspired to offer this incentive from that book, What Would the Rockefellers Do? I was inspired by that book. I think posts that go viral tend to be very hopeful. They can uh, inspire other people and they can really help them think, okay, there is hope here. And a lot of the comments that I got from people were saying, again, thank you so much. I never thought to do something like this, or I was struggling to get my kids to understand the value of money or how to you know, have an entrepreneurial spirit or, or whatever it was. And uh, just that idea that this is something that anybody can implement. And again, it doesn't have to be $1,000. I didn't make it $10,000 like the author <laughs> had, had said. Uh, it could be 30, it could be 100, it could be whatever you think it is, right? But I went ahead and uh, put that out there and, and, and it was hopeful to people to think that there is something that you can do that will help their children uh, learn to be better stewards of money and um, develop that entrepreneurial spirit. Jason Cass actually, thank you, Jason, uh, messaged me on LinkedIn today and said, dude, your post blew up. This is amazing. This is great. And I wrote him back and we were talking back and forth and he sent me a a great, by the way, pro tip, he sent me an audio response (laughs) uh, on LinkedIn, which was nice to hear his voice. And that really does help to strengthen relationships. If you're looking for a pro tip on LinkedIn, you can do it on your phone very easily. I think this may be the only place you can do it. I I could be wrong, but uh, it clearly sounded like he was in a cafeteria or something like that when he sent it. But uh, what Jason was saying was, you know, Jim... One of the things that I think makes posts like this go viral is that they are uplifting. They are hopeful. And you can see in the posts, it's talking about a very uplifting thing. How can we get more people to get engaged from a younger age on financial literacy, right? That is the the hopeful and uplifting aspect of it. Um, other elements I already talked about, I, I tagged several authors, as I said, um, I was also vulnerable. I will tell you, 
Um, if you have a post go viral, be prepared for the haters. They are out there. I'm not going to give them one second of credence by showing you any of those comments. Um, I personally didn't myself. I could spot them very quickly and I just moved on. Um, plenty of people out there had lots of things uh, to say, very opinionated. Um, one of them was around the amount of money that I offered. I still stand by what I offered and I'm, I'm proud that I could do that for my children. And I hope that anyone would be proud of whatever amount that they decided to offer their children. Um, but I was vulnerable in putting that amount out there because it was a little bit more than I think most people would think to do. Um, again, going back to the author, uh, from, you know, the, uh, what would the Rockefellers do book? There was a whole lot more money than that. So, um, be vulnerable though, um, in, in any way in, in these posts. And I've seen, you know, a lot of things that go viral. It has to do with very personal things. Um, you know, deep tragedies, things that people are having to overcome. So just think about that, uh, whatever you're comfortable with doing, of course. Um, and finally being honest, I think was another element that really helped propel this. Um, I did challenge our school systems in the language that I use. Um, I did create opportunity for rebuttals. And as I said, there were plenty of, uh, you know, I'd say trolls or haters out there, but there were also um, people that just wanted to engage in, in good, you know, healthy dialogue. Again, the vast majority of the, the people who uh, engaged with me on this were very positive. And um, I don't, you don't get 5,000 new followers in 72 hours by people uh, not being engaged and excited about whatever it was that you posted. Um, but that's it. You know, I, I don't really have any other secrets that I could necessarily share with you. Like I said, I don't know what LinkedIn's algorithm is, but I can tell you from what I know about this post and what I've seen other viral posts contain, they are human, they are helpful, and they are hopeful. Folks, if this was helpful to you, I would appreciate that you share this with people. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please let me know what you got out of this by leaving an honest review and uh, also subscribe on YouTube and feel free to connect with me. Uh, I am uh, so grateful to the people who want to engage and I have a lot of comments to get back to people on, uh, but I would love for yours to be one of them and let's start a relationship. Until next time, folks, grow big or go home. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.